Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. Amen. Good to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? I feel very honored tonight to be able to stand in the place where our pastor stands. And it's good to see all of you tonight, man. And, and we're, we're enjoying uh, all this good hot weather, right? <laughs> Amen. Well, it's better than zero. Amen. A lot of things messed up, aren't they? You know, weather messed up. We have an August in, we have an August uh, here in June, right? <laughs> but how many knows God's in control? Hallelujah. I said he is in control. Amen. Let's give our worship leaders a good hand. It was a, that was good tonight. Very good. Amen. And during those songs, I was thinking about, you know, uh, did you ever run into that old spirit, you know, you doubt if I'm going to get past this situation, you know, and you, and you start worrying about it, and sometimes you get afraid and all those good things. But, you know, the best thing to do is start, stop and just think about how good God has been to you. Amen. He's brought you thus far. He's brought you through all the fear, all the problems, right? And if you're battling anything tonight, remember this. Just tell the devil, me and Jesus has got this thing together. Everything going to be all right, right? All right. Open your Bibles with us tonight from in the book of Psalms, chapter 27. We're going to read verse 13 and 14. David said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. How many have seen the goodness of the Lord today? Isn't that wonderful? He said, wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. So try to keep in mind tonight uh, where it says Wait. Waiting's not easy sometimes, right? Then he said, be of good courage. Amen? And then God shall strengthen thine heart. Father, we pray tonight, God, that you will just anoint us with the Holy Spirit. We know, God, that your word is already anointed. We pray, God, tonight you'll bring to our mind the things that we should say. God, we want to lift you up tonight. And we pray, God, that each heart, each life, each individual tonight, God, will be encouraged in the goodness of God. And we'll thank you for your help, your blessing, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You know, like many people today, David's problems have become more than he could handle. If you notice what he said, he said, I would have fainted. In other words, I would have given up had I not believed you know, he knew the Word of God, didn't he? And he believed the Word of God. Amen? He said, I would have given up if I had not believed 
that I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord beyond this battle that I'm in now. Okay? So his, his battle had become uh, in a situation where he could almost gave up, you know. But he believed that the Lord's going to bring him through and he's going to see the blessing of God on the other side of it. See, his enemies, they thirsted for his destruction. They wanted to kill him. They wanted to get rid of him. But David held on to his faith in God and he knew that sooner or later, the goodness of the Lord would shine upon him again. Praise the Lord. He was going through a real battle in his life. Amen. He nearly had given up, but he turned to the word of God and he said, I am a believer. Amen. He probably began to think about all the good things that God had brought him through. Amen. And so he, he just gave the devil a good black eye, you know, gave him a good punch. Hallelujah. In the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28, it says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are the called according to his purpose. When man, so remember this, God has called everyone, amen, every Christian. He has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. He has called us, amen, to serve in his kingdom. And thank God today, amen, that we are the call. And if anything comes your way, amen, that it looks like it's going to take you down, just remember, on the other side of that, the, God said all things will work together for your good. God's going to give you something special after you go through your trial and your test. You can count on it. Hallelujah. Sometimes we let the cures of this life get us down, don't we? Amen. And it causes us to lose our focus on God's promises. Everybody goes through trouble sooner, amen, sometime or another. Hallelujah. But thank God for the good days. Amen. Sometimes it rains on our party. Sometimes, amen, uh, we get in a situation and we don't know which way to go or which way to turn. Amen. And all we have to do then, amen, is look up and, and remember where our help comes from and remember that Jesus is still there. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll go with you all the way, even unto the end of the world. Hallelujah. So don't let your cares of this life get you down. Amen. Stay focused on the goodness of God. Jesus said in Luke 17, 28, he said, like, like it was in the days of Lot. How many believe that we're living in days kind of like it was in the days of Lot? Amen. They did eat and drink, parted, had great big times, you know. Amen. They didn't have their mind on God. They had, they had backslid away from God. Amen. And their life was a mess and there were a lot of ungodly things going on. And so we're living today in a day like it was Jesus said, as it was in the days of Lot. Amen. It was an evil time. It was an evil time. Amen. And how many knows there's a lot of evil going on in the world today? Man, evil just about everywhere you look today. Amen. But the Bible says, amen, uh, that in these last days, evil men shall wax worse and worse. Amen. And us, us Christians, we're just going to have to get better and better and sweeter and sweeter. Hallelujah. Amen. We can't afford to let evil overcome our good, but we got to let our good overcome evil. Hallelujah. And you can do that, amen, through Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Also in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 7 and 8, it says that God delivered just Lot vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. Just remember that. Amen. Lot, uh, being Abraham's nephew, remember uh, he had some favor with God. Amen. In a wicked generation, in a wicked uh, city, and all those terrible things that were going on. Amen. But the Bible says here, and Peter says, and God delivered just Lot. He was vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. Amen. You know, you can't even turn on the TV today without hearing some wicked words. Amen. Some ugly words. Some ungodly words. Come on with me. Amen. So we got to be careful. Amen. Uh, that we don't, uh, amen, start becoming copycats, so to say. Hallelujah. And then if it gets bad enough, you need to turn it off. I said you need to turn it off. Amen. It does, have a, it does have a place to turn it off, doesn't it? Amen. It said, for that righteous man dwelling among them. You see, he was a righteous man dwelling among them, those wicked people. And he was seeing and hearing. It vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawfully, unlawfully deeds. Amen. He was a righteous man. But he, he was living in the same cities, amen. And he couldn't help but to hear and to see. It's like we are today. We can't help what we see, amen, a lot of times. And we can't help what we hear a lot of times, right? But we can't afford to have our righteous soul to be vexed, amen. We can't afford, amen, to allow that type of spirit to come into our lives. Amen. And so God knows how to deliver us. Thank God today for the Holy Ghost. Amen. That is in us today. Thank God. Hallelujah. That we can resist those spirits. Amen. Unless they would vex our soul. Hallelujah. If we, if we want to see the goodness of the Lord here in the land of the living, we must Quit focusing on what we see and what we hear. Amen? You can't hardly get the news anymore without hearing something that's not good. Right? On the job, when you're working in the public, you hear a lot of stuff that you don't like if you're living for God. Right? I know how it was in the years and my, uh, when I was young and working in the steel mills and things. Amen. I remember how, how ungodly some folks would talk, you know, and things they'd say and things they would do and all that. And I'm sure after all these years, it's worse today than it was in those days. Amen. But just remember this. Amen. God's got you covered. I said, God's got you covered. Hallelujah. Just keep a good spirit. Amen. And pray for them. Hallelujah. Pray for yourself. Amen. God will keep you covered. Hallelujah. Let the love of God shine through. And sometimes people, amen, don't, they hate to see people live good and live right. Amen. So, Lot, amen, the things that he saw day and heard day after day. Amen. 
we live in a, in a, in a situation today, and I was thinking that Pastor Hubbard was talking tonight. You know, we live in a day when there's hate everywhere. Amen. Some people, they hate their self. Amen. Some, it's a spirit of hate in these last days. And, we, and the thing that we see today, amen, is not only hate but crime. Amen. And, and it's, if you turn on your TV of the morning, it's not unusual to hear that three or four people have been shot, amen, in our city. Maybe three or four are dead already. And so we, we see that kind of stuff. And, and sometimes you wonder, amen, uh, uh, does it affect us like it should? Amen. Are we really praying about all these things? Are we really looking to God to uh, help us in these days? And then there's the high cost of living today. Amen. And I was thinking as Pastor Ethan was talking about uh, every time he drove by a gas station and he see that number, amen, it, it affected him. Well, it does me too. I don't know about you. Hallelujah. Amen. It's, it's the high cost of living. Amen. And, and, and sometimes you wonder amen, if our leaders are telling us the truth. But we know the Bible. It is the truth. Amen. For the Bible teaches us, hallelujah, that in these last days, amen, it'll be peerless times, which means dangerous times, troubled times, heartache times. Can you say amen? But thank God for, the, for these special times that we can come together and worship God in spirit and in truth and enjoy the goodness of God and drink from the fountain that never runs dry. Hallelujah. Refreshing our soul in the Lord and renewing our faith in God. What a privilege it is, folks. Thank God our doors are still open. Hallelujah. Amen. A lot of people lose heart and give up when they feel this kind of pressure. But don't give up and don't give in. Amen. Hang in there. Keep trusting God. God is our provider. Amen. And like Pastor Hubbard said, amen, God, David said it like this. He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed bagging bread. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, folks, God knows how to take care of us. I said, God knows how to take care of us. You remember when Elijah was down at the, at the, at the brook, you know, amen, and he, had, he was uh, uh, hiding away down there, amen, and, and, and he was hungry, amen. God knew where he was at, and God sent the ravens and brought him meat and bread. God takes care of his children, and don't you never doubt it, folks. If you start doubting and worrying and all these things, just remember where God brought you from and how many times he he brought you through a trial, how many times God has brought you through fear, how many times God has made a way when the devil said there was no way, and I want you to know tonight that Jesus is the way, and there is no other way, amen, that will bring us victory. It's through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. Ooh, I feel the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't be like Lot's wife, for God said, in Genesis 19, 17, don't look back. You see, they were, God was getting ready to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah with fire and brimstone. He was getting ready, he was getting rid of that wicked generation. Amen. And he delivered Lot and his family. Amen. But God said, 
As you leave, don't look back. I will tell you, folks, we're living in a day today, amen, when if we're not careful, we'll start looking back. Amen? We'll start looking back. We see people today looking back. But I'm telling you, when you start out for Jesus, you need to set your face like a flint. Amen. And keep your eyes focused upon the Lord. Amen. And remember, amen, you've got a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Hallelujah. And Jesus is the way. Hallelujah. Don't look back. Hallelujah. You know, the children of Israel, after God delivered them, amen, under the hand of, of Moses, amen, they begin to, uh, out there in the wilderness, they begin to think about all that good watermelon, you know, and cucumbers and, and all, the, all that good stuff they had down in Egypt, amen. But somehow or another, they had their mind on the food, amen. They had forgot, amen, how hard the task was down there. Hallelujah. And God knows how to provide, and God provided manna in the wilderness. God provided business out there, amen, and patriotism, amen, and God took care of them. God even broke water out of a rock for them. God knows how to make a way when it looks like there is no way. God is the way. He created it all. He's in control. Hallelujah. I wish I could preach it like I feel it. <laughs> Said, don't look back. Then in Genesis 19, 26, it said, she looked back from behind her husband and she became a pillar of salt. You know what, folks? She may have seen the goodness of the Lord a few days behind her, a few years behind her, amen, but one thing for sure, she was never able to see the goodness of the Lord again, hallelujah, because she disobeyed the word of God, don't look back, and God's telling me and you, don't look back, amen, and don't get your eyes, amen, on the things that, that you once indulged in in sin, you know, the Bible tells us that, uh, that there is such thing as ple the pleasures of sin for a season, Probably just about every one of us here, amen, had, have enjoyed a pleasure of sin for a season, right? But that was only a season. And you think about all the heartache it brought. Think about all the trouble it caused. Think about, amen, how, how, how heavy sin began to get on your back. <laughs> amen? Think about it for a minute. It was only a season. Pleasures of sin are for a season. But I want you to know one thing for sure. Hallelujah. When you get Jesus in your heart, hallelujah, I want you to know the pleasures you find in the Lord does not bring you heartache. It does not bring you pain. It does not bring you fear. It does not cause trouble. Hallelujah. In your family, I'm telling you freak folks tonight, amen, the joys of the Lord, hallelujah, is our strength today. Amen. You know, Jesus talked a little bit about Lot's wife, and he said, and she's still there in his day. She's still there. Well, she might still be there. When I went to Israel, they pointed out a, 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 a rock, you know, it looked like a rock up on the side of a mountain, and they said, that's Lot's wife up there. <laughs> well, so Lot's wife. <laughs> It could well be. 
It was still there in Jesus' day. Amen? Amen. You never know. I want, I want to be salt, but I don't want to be a pillar. Because he said, I'm the salt. Right? And I'm the light. Amen? And guess what? That light I've got, it's never blown a fuse yet. It's never caused a breaker to break out. Huh? You know why? His source comes from up here. I said his source comes from up here. Hallelujah, not down here. Thank, oh, I don't mean to get into that. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Job had a help, or Job had a heap of trouble. Uh, most everybody knows about Job. He had all kinds of trouble. You know, he lost everything he had. He even lost his children. Amen, and all that. All he had left was his integrity and his wife. Amen? And then he got balls from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. I don't know if you ever had a ball. I've never had a ball, but I've seen some balls. And I've seen some people that had, had balls. Amen, they said they're very painful. Amen, and they're ugly. I mean, it's terrible. Amen, balls from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. Can you imagine that? Amen. And, and Job's wife, you know, she said to him, Doest thou still retain thine integrity after all of this? Why don't you just curse God and die? See, she figured he would be better off dead than to suffer like he was going, you know. But I can imagine what went through uh, Job's mind in a sense, you know, because he said, uh, woman, you speak like some of these, you know, these silly women, you know. Uh, and not only that, Job probably said, I'm going to live and I'm not going to die. I'm going to keep my trust and my faith in God. Hallelujah. He said, I'm gonna, I believe I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord again. I believe I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord. You know, you remember what he said? Though these skin worms defy this flesh of mine, yet with these two eyes I'm going to see God. Hallelujah. He believed and he trusted in God. Amen. His wife loved him dearly. She just got, she just got so pitiful, felt so pitiful for him and felt so bad for him that she figured he'd be better off dead than to suffer all the things he was going through. Amen. But Job had his mind made up that he was going to see the goodness of the Lord again. And I want you to know, friend, God knows how to bring us through in a time of our trouble. Hallelujah. In the midst of our battles. Amen. I don't know how long Job had to suffer. I don't know how long this went on in his life, but I can tell you one thing. Amen. God kept his eyes upon Job. Amen. And God proved to the devil. Amen. That there was a righteous man in the land. Amen. That would not, that not him. Hallelujah. He didn't give up. And the Bible says, after all of that, what a wonderful story when you read Job. After all of that, God restored him with twice as much as he ever had. Hallelujah. He saw the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. <laughs> I said he saw the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. God gave him back twice as much as he ever had before. Amen. And gave him several years later more. Hallelujah. 
Friend, we need to realize today that we serve the same God that Job served. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes people lose their job and, and sometimes people end up bankrupt and amen, and, and a lot of things happen. But remember this, God knows how. God knows how to take care of you. Amen. I remember several, back in 1968, 69, I was working, I was working at Ford Assembly Plant and I was pastoring. I've been pastoring seven years already and the church had grown and, and the congregation, you know, began to put pressure on me, want me to go full time in the ministry. And I said, well, I don't think you can afford me. I got a wife and all these children and I got to feed them. I got to take care of them. I got bills to pay. And besides, I, I, you know, I, I've just about got my new car paid for, you know, and all that. And, but they kept on, you know, and they said, well, if, if you know, if, if, you, if you'll try, we'll try. In other words, if you'll, if you'll go ahead and be full time. Amen. They want me to be full time, you know, because when a funeral come up, you can't go and, and tell your boss, you know, uh, um, I, I got to go preach a funeral, you know, tomorrow. Can I have off? Huh? Well, they had got to that kind of place. And finally, the superintendent of the factory where I was working at that time, he said, listen, if you miss one more day, you ain't going to have no card out there to punch. It's going to be in my office and you got to come in here. And they called him Bulldog. And he was, he a mean. And so my general foreman said, Don't you go in his office. He said, you come get me, I'll go in and get your card. And punch you in. Amen. And so we had it worked out. <laughs> and so I quit and went full time eventually in the ministry. Amen. And I'm telling you this. Because I want you to see how God works. You know, it was rough. Man, I ended up losing my new car. I only owed $500 on it. First new car I ever had in my life. Amen. First, first car I had, the right rear fender was, broke, uh, was knocked off of it. You know, just a new car. Anyway, I lost my car, and we, me and my wife and kids, we were walking to church, walking back and forth. Some of my bills were turned over to a collecting agency. And I just thought, man, I have missed God for sure. I've made a mess out of my life here. Amen? And I had prayed about it and prayed about it and prayed about it, whether to go full time or not. And so I, in those days, you could lay out a fleece before the Lord. You know, we, uh, you don't hear much said about that anymore. But, but anyway, in those days, you know, you could lay a fleece out for the Lord. I laid out a fleece for the Lord, you know. And God did triple what I asked him to do. And so I felt like I had to do it. But then I got, 
I got, for one year, I was really struggling financially, really having a hard time, and, and I thought I'd really miss God, and all the, you know how the devil will bombard you? We were having a terrible time, amen, just trying to keep some food on the table and keep our rent paid and things like that, amen. But after one year, after one year, things begin to turn around, amen, finances begin to come in, Church begin to give me a more, uh, give me a raise, amen. And, and things begin to work out real good, amen. And I had this, you know, this brand new 1966 Chevrolet that, amen, that they repossessed and all that. But you know what happened, amen? After things turned around, I, amen, I went out and got me a 1968 Cadillac Fleetwood, hallelujah. And I want you to know, folks, God knows how. I said, God knows how. And guess what, folks? I've stayed in full-time ministry ever since then. And God helped me to raise my family. We never went without after that. Amen. I said we never went without after that. I'm telling you, God knows how. Hallelujah. And if you'll trust God, I don't care what you're going through today. Amen. I, if you've lost your job or if you're having a hard time financially. Amen. Or if you're having trouble with your children or you're having problems in your marriage or whatever it might be. Just remember this. Amen. Wait upon God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, be courageous. Just trust in God's word and God will come around and God will make a way. Hallelujah. Winter don't last forever. I said Winter don't last forever. Storms don't last forever. Amen. God will let the sun shine through and God will make a way. Amen. In spite of the devil, you will have the blessing of God if you'll stay true to God and wait and trust in God. He'll make a way for you. Hallelujah. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. No person is a match to the devil in himself. I think we all know that. Man, just think about it. Before you got saved, what a mess he made out of your life. Think about how he messed you up. Huh? And you thought you had control. Amen? I thought I had control. But you know what? <laughs> As things went on, I just got worse and worse. Amen. I made a promise to God on my knees in the jailhouse one time. I said, God, you get me out of this mess and I'll serve you. That's before I got saved. Get me out of this mess, God, and I'll serve you. You know what? I meant it and God knew I meant it. But I got out and then I, things were going along pretty good and I forgot about that. And it seemed like every red light, every time I'd get out, I'd run a red light and get a ticket. <laughs> and God would say, don't you remember what you promised me? <laughs> I mean, he really spoke to this sinner boy. Don't you remember what you promised me? Huh? Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Better never make a vow to God and not, you know, and not keep it, right? God knows how. Amen. He knows how to speak to us. Hallelujah. Amen. But no man's a match to the devil. 
amen, and his demons without Jesus. That's why today that we see so much turmoil in families. That's why today that we see people giving up on their marriages. And that's why we see so many young people turning to drugs and alcohol and, and killing one another. And that's why there are so many committing suicide today. Amen. And, and, and we know it's, it's the works of the devil. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come to give you life. I've come to give it to you more abundantly. You see, they fail to see that the Lord is the answer to every problem. Amen. Did you ever tell yourself, I don't believe I could be a Christian? I used, I used to think that. I, 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 you know, before I got saved, I used to think, I don't think I could really be a Christian. I don't think I could really serve God. I mean, <laughs> the devil's a liar. Because when you get Jesus, you enjoy going to church. When you get Jesus, you enjoy the fellowship of the Christians. When you get Jesus, you enjoy the Word of God. When you get Jesus, amen, you enjoy the old hymns and, amen, the worship, and, and you enjoy the goodness of God. It's not hard to serve God. It's not hard to worship God. It's not hard to go to church. Come on, folks. Hallelujah. Got to enjoy the goodness of the Lord. First Peter 5 and 7 says, cast all your cares upon him. For he cares for you. Amen. I don't care how little it is or how big it is. He loves us so much and cares so much for us. They just says, just give it to me. Just give it to me. I'll handle it. But you've got to turn loose of it. I said you've got to turn loose of it. If you give it to him. Amen. Somebody asked me one time. I gave somebody a gift one time. And. And they said, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep this as long as I live. I said, well, do what you want to with it. I gave it to you. It's yours. It's yours, not mine. If you want to give it to your uncle or your grandpa or your child or you want to sell it, do whatever you want to. I had to turn loose of it. Turn loose of it. Amen. And when you turn loose of it, Jesus will take care of it. I said, Jesus will take care of it. Hallelujah. Turn loose. Cast those cares upon him. He said, give them to me. And when you give them to him, just turn loose. Turn loose. Don't worry about it. Forget about it if you can. All right? Just give it to him. Amen. Somebody said, that's easier said than done. I got to move on. I'm not Hank Snow, but I've got to move on. One day Jesus walked by the pool of Bethesda, and there he saw a man in desperation. He was near the point of giving up on life, you know. For four, because 40, for 38 years, this man had been bedfast and helpless. And listen, John 5, verse 6 and 8 tells us, when Jesus, said, Jesus came to him, you know, at the, at the pool, of uh, Bethesda. Amen. And Jesus said to this man, 
Wilt thou be made whole? And the man said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in. While I'm trying to get in, another steps in before me. And Jesus said unto him, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. You see, here was a situation he could not help himself whatsoever. But Jesus knows, and he came by. Hallelujah. And isn't it strange? Amen. People haven't changed somewhat. Uh, so, you know, there's still, we still see a lot of this. Somebody's always trying to push their way through or get in front of you. Hmm? Am I right or wrong? Hmm? Yeah. I mean, if you don't believe me, go out here on 465 and drive around town. Okay. Okay. So the Bible said immediately the man was made whole. This man saw and experienced the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Can you imagine, amen, the joy, the excitement, amen, how he was able to just lift up his bed and walk and had never walked, amen, in all of his life for 38 years he had been in that situation and all of a sudden Jesus comes along and when Jesus comes along, I want you to know, folks, things do change and, and miracles do happen when Jesus is in the midst. Hallelujah. If you're here tonight and everything around you seems to be going wrong and there's days like that when it seems like everything going wrong, they say, one thing after another. <laughs> Amen? And so, just remember this. If you're here tonight, Everything seems to be going wrong. And that everything seems to be working against you. Just remember, don't give up. And don't give in. Amen. Wait upon God. Be courageous. Trust God. God will make God will bring you through. I said God will bring you through on the other side. Amen. How many are glad he brings you through to the other side? Be like David and say, I believe I'm going to see good come out of all this situation I'm battling in. Remember that, okay? I believe I'm going to see good because this thing is going to go, it's going to go away. It's going to, amen, it's going to leave. God's going to make, uh, make a way for me. Hallelujah. You see, God avenged David of his enemies and brought him victory. And he'll do the same thing for me and you. David said, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Hallelujah. So you see, David wanted to get the message across, and he said it twice. He said, wait upon the Lord. Wait and trust God. Hallelujah. Waiting sometimes is hard, isn't it? Especially when you're under pressure and doing battle. Waiting sometimes is hard. But remember this, because we live in a hurry, hurry up society, sometimes it's hard waiting on God even to answer our prayers. Huh? But oh, we also have to remember God's never too quick. He's never too late. He's always just in time so that we'll know it was him and not us. Give Jesus a hand clap tonight.
In closing, Isaiah 40, verse 29 to 31. It says, He giveth power to the faint. He'll give you power. Don't give up. He'll give you power. And to them that have no might, He increases their strength. When you feel like you can't go any further, He'll give you the strength. I say, He'll give you the strength. Hallelujah. To go on. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. <laughs> they shall mount up with wings as an eagle. They shall run and not weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. I want to say this and actually just stand with me tonight. Would you stand? You see, the anointing is in this place tonight. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. The anointing that destroys the yoke. You know, anything that's destroyed can't be put back together. You can break a yoke and you can fix it most of the time. But the, the anointing destroys the yoke. And if you feel like tonight that you're in the midst of a battle and you're wondering how it's all going to work out and maybe you're trying to fix it yourself, whatever the situation might be, I believe that the anointing, in fact, when I walked through that door, I felt the anointing. It's just something about this place. It's got anointing in it. And then when the saints gather in, there's a lot more anointing. And when we start worshiping, there's a lot more anointing. I said, when you start worshiping, there's a lot more anointing. And when you begin to praise in God, there's a lot more anointing. And when the Word of God comes forth, it's already anointed. Amen? And the Word of God is powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And the anointing of God will destroy the yoke. And when it's destroyed, you're set free. Amen. I'm just going to say, if you want prayer, you feel free to come. We're going to sing a song, and the invitation is, if you want to come and be prayed for, feel free to come. I believe the anointing of God will destroy your yoke. Amen. And set you free. You can go home feeling good. In fact, about you'll get a good night's sleep for a change. Is that all right? Amen. You know, some people got so much, carrying so much pressure, troubles. They can't get rest at night. They can't sleep at night. You know, it's sad, but it's, it's true. Amen. And we're living in a day, like, like Pastor Ethan preached the other day, last Sunday. Think about it. What a wonderful message. We're living in that kind of day today that people are struggling and having a hard time. But you know what? We're on a good road tonight. We're on a good road tonight. We're on the highway that leads on the straight and narrow that leads to heaven. Amen. I said we're on a good road. Hallelujah. We've got a bright future, folks. Can you say amen? I said you've got a bright future tonight. Hallelujah.
Amen. Reach over and take somebody by the hand tonight. Amen. Just get, just get a hold of somebody's hand if you can. You know, there's something special about holding somebody's hand in the Lord. In the Lord, okay? Father God, in Jesus' name, I'm asking you, Lord, may the anointing of God destroy every yoke. Those, Lord, who are doing battle, those, Lord, who are carrying a very heavy load, those, are, those among us tonight is wondering how it's all going to work out. I'm asking you, Lord, to speak to their hearts. Speak to their hearts and tell them to trust you. Help them, Lord, to be courageous, to wait upon you, God. Because, God, you've got something good on the other side of this battle. You're going to bring sweet victory, Lord. I'm asking you, God, in the precious name of Jesus, touch their lives right now, God. Touch their home. Touch their families, God. Be with them, Lord, on their jobs. Provide, Lord, for them. Meet every need, God, I pray, in the precious name of Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's worship for a moment. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. 